Have you ever wondered why exactly it is that things usually sound better at home than they do on stage, in auditions, or even in lessons? It's easy to chalk it up to nerves or assume that you just have to practice more or get more performance experience. And sure, those things certainly are part of the puzzle, but a lot of times that's not really the true root cause. If you've been confused by the inconsistency of your performances, I put together a free four-minute quiz called the Mental Skills Audit, which will help you pinpoint your mental strengths and weaknesses and figure out what exactly to adjust and tweak in your preparation for more consistently optimal performances. You can take the Mental Skills Audit online at bulletproofmusician.com MSA. That's MSA for Mental Skills Audit. And again, it's 100% free, and it'll take just four minutes to get your results emailed to you as a PDF. This is Noah Kageyama, and you're listening to the Bulletproof Musician Podcast. Every Sunday morning, we'll take a look at a new research-based tip or technique to help you practice more effectively or perform better under pressure. And on the first Sunday of every month, I'll have a guest from the music, sport, or research world who will share their insights on how we can all be a little more awesome in the practice room and on stage. It's the day before an audition or performance, and as you take a few minutes to review some tricky sections, suddenly you feel a twinge of anxiety and worry about how subpar everything seems to sound, how unprepared you feel, and your thoughts are filled with stress-inducing worst-case scenarios and what-ifs. You know that the right thing to do in these moments, when your mind starts to spiral to the bad place, is to think positive. But these are also the exact moments when it's hardest to think good thoughts. After all, most of us have a natural tendency to dwell on negative thoughts, to worry about the future, bemoan past decisions and choices, and focus on what's bothering us right now in the present. From a survival perspective, this probably makes good sense, but from a performance perspective, this negativity bias can make it difficult to stay in a more self-affirming, performance-enhancing headspace before big auditions or performances. So how can we get better at thinking better thoughts and adopting a more optimal mindset when we need it most? A team of researchers recruited 142 undergraduates and told them they'd be spending some time, quote, entertaining themselves with their thoughts. To prepare for this, they were asked to write down eight topics they'd enjoy thinking about. The topics that participants generated ranged from a wedding day, their family, upcoming summer, to more specific scenarios like having fun on Valentine's Day with my boyfriend and getting gifts and hugs from him or what my life would be like if I were living in Azeroth from World of Warcraft. Everyone was then asked to spend six minutes engaged in a thinking period. Participants were instructed to spend the time entertaining themselves with their thoughts as best as they could, and encouraged to make this thinking time as pleasant as possible, avoiding focusing on mundane everyday activities or negative things in their life. Of course, it's not so easy to stay in a positive headspace for six minutes. So to make this challenge easier, One group, the Topic Reminder group, was given reminders of the enjoyable topics they listed earlier. Sitting in front of a computer screen, they were shown each of their eight topics one at a time with the ability to click to the next one whenever they were done thinking about the one on the screen. The other group, the Control group, didn't get any such topic prompts. Only the instructions, quote, you don't have to think about the eight topics you wrote down, but they may be a useful starting point. And though they too sat in front of a computer screen, their screen simply displayed the message, please think about the topics you listed earlier, instead of displaying their topics as prompts. The two groups' tasks were essentially identical. The only difference was that one group simply had a cheat sheet of pleasant topics to think about in front of them. 
would this seemingly trivial tweak make any difference? After completing the six-minute challenge, participants were asked to rate their experience in several different areas, like how much they enjoyed the six-minute exercise, how difficult they found it to concentrate, how much mind-wandering happened, and to what degree they thought about the eight topics they identified as opposed to other unrelated thoughts. And was there any difference between the two groups? Well, as it turns out, yes. The participants who received reminders rated their thinking period as being more enjoyable. The reminder group also found it easier to concentrate. They were also less prone to mind-wandering. And ultimately, the reminder group was much more focused on the eight topics they wrote down. All in all, the data suggests that having reminders made it easier and more enjoyable to engage in thoughts about pleasant topics. Previous research on positive thinking indicates that deliberately guiding one's thoughts toward pleasant thoughts requires effort. And because of this effort that's required, it's usually easier to just let our thoughts wander to whatever pops into our heads at the moment. Like watching whatever happens to be on the TV while you run on the treadmill at the gym because it's too much trouble to look for the remote and find something you actually want to watch. Unfortunately, under pressure, where does our mind tend to want to go by default? Usually the worst possible places, like worst-case scenarios, past failures, pretty much all the things that make us feel less confident. So while it might seem a little silly to create such a thing, perhaps it wouldn't be such a bad idea to create a positivity cheat sheet in advance. A short list of moments, memories, thoughts, feedback, quotes, or images that help you stay in a more positive headspace. It could be as simple as a 3x5 note card that you keep in your case, or even a notes document on your phone. The idea being, your poor brain already has a lot on its mind the day of an audition or performance. Instead of expending extra effort to will your mind to think positive thoughts, use your cheat sheet to help trigger memories of the last time you had a great performance, or the supportive comments or compliments you've received from teachers or colleagues whose opinions you trust and respect or even post-audition plans to hang out with friends at the new Vietnamese taco place you've been curious to try for months. All of which will hopefully help you go into your performance, feeling something that's a little closer to excitement than anxiety. You can find links to this week's study and other related practice hacks at bulletproofmusician.com blog. If you found this episode helpful, please do share it with a friend or practice buddy who you think would also enjoy experimenting with it during the coming week. And if you'd like to explore this sort of thing in more depth, whether it be to get more out of your daily practice or to get better at managing performance pressure and shrinking that gap between what you can do in the practice room and what comes out on stage, you can learn more about the live and self-paced courses that are available at bulletproofmusician.com courses.